Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Ned Bellavance, Ned1313 on Twitter, and welcome to the Daily Check-In for April 19th, 2021. Happy Vaccination Day. That's right. If you are an adult over the age of 16, I think, or definitely 18, you are now eligible to get the vaccine, regardless of whatever medical statuses you do or do not have. You're eligible, so go out and get it. That's my public service announcement. <laughs> uh, I'm getting my last shot on Friday, or my second shot, which would be my last shot on Friday. So that's pretty exciting too. Anyway, let's check in. How are you? How was your weekend? You do anything good? Anything exciting? I went out for a nice trail run and it was, so far I've gone on three trail runs. I'd, let me give you the rundown, right? This is super interesting. Uh, I've been on three trail runs with my new trail run and shoes and in three different locations. So I haven't gone back to the same place twice yet. So this time I went back to the place I went for my first trail run. But this time I kind of knew where the trails went so I could kind of cut to the chase. I didn't have to go on any loops and I just headed out and I almost made it to where I wanted to go, but I ran out of time and I had to head back. But I was excited. Like, all right, man, I got I got this one place kind of figured out, but there's still lots to look at. There's still little little spurs to go off on and whatnot, but I'm excited. All right, so I got this one a little bit under control. Will I go back there next? I don't know. I don't know. I'm not going to do it on Saturday, though. I'll tell you that much because I'm probably going to be pretty laid up with this whole, you know, post-vaccine, not feeling so hot thing. I, I hear the day after is it's a bit of a, oh, it's a, it's, it's a, it's a bit of a mess. So, you know, I'm planning not to do anything on Saturday. Uh, definitely not a trail run. So anyway, hopefully you had a great weekend. Let's talk about complexity because I know you're excited to talk about complexity. So this arose from two different podcasts I've been listening to. I've been trying to catch up on the Cloud 2030 podcast. So that is a podcast that Rob Hirschfeld from Rack N puts on. And it used to be the latest shiny podcast, and he shifted over to this new topic, which is Cloud 2030. And the idea is to try to think about what technology is going to look like in nine years. He started it last year, so this was a decade out. So instead of thinking in these two or three year cycles, what are things really going to look like in 10 years? So I think that's interesting. And one of the things that they've been talking about a lot is Edge and the buildings, uh, building a platform how edge is not heterogeneous, so that's a challenge, and also how fragmented the CNCF landscape is, how fragmented the Kubernetes landscape is, and just general fretting over that whole situation and the idea that there's going to be a generation of something after Kubernetes that is going to bring some sanity to the craziness that we're currently experiencing. So that was one podcast that I listened to. And then, well, it was actually like three episodes of that podcast. And then another podcast I listened to today was Screaming in the Cloud with Corey Quinn. And the guest that he had on was Lori something, I'm sorry, I'm blanking on the last name, from Netlify. And they were discussing a lot of the same uh, technology stack issues, but uh, Lori was very different in his approach to what he thought the issues were with the technology stack. And he kind of made the salient point that I really internalized, which is hard things seem hard when they're new. And putting together complex systems is a difficult thing to do. But then we tend to commodify it and automate it, and then it fades into the background, and it becomes the one-click thing for the next generation. 
So the example that was given was setting up your own website 20 years ago, you had to understand how a server works. You had to install software on that server to host your website. You had to be able to set up your DNS. You had to be able to, well, you know, if you were even trying to do SSL at the time, which you probably weren't, you'd have to set up your own certificates. You'd have to know how to create a valid HTML and upload that properly and then test all your links. And, you know, God forbid you even tried to put a load balancer in front of that thing. And then there were firewall rules. Like there was a lot to setting up a web server. Today, I can have a web server serving a, a, a site up by just clicking a couple buttons in WordPress or Squarespace or any other service out there. It's become a simple process. Now, that complexity didn't go away. It's not that you still don't have these servers on the back end running software to host your website. There's still DNS that has to be set up. There's still certificates if you're doing SSL. But the thing is, all of those components have been automated and abstracted away from the end user, and it's become a platform on which you build things. And in a certain way, it's kind of like how when you flick the light switch to turn on the electricity, there's a lot of complex things that are happening to deliver clean and safe power to your house and to get that power to turn on a light. Even more so, uh, think about plumbing and all the things that it takes to get water safely to your house and safely away from your house. And that's something that's always terrified me. It's a very complex system, but from the end user's perspective, it has become incredibly simple. And I think that's basically what's going to happen when it comes to edge and also Kubernetes. When we had Kelsey Hightower on day two cloud, one of the things he said during the interview was that Kubernetes has to disappear. And this is what he's talking about. It's not that Kubernetes needs to go away or even will go away. It's that it will be hidden behind other layers and will no longer be a front and center problem, even for ops folks. Because when you think about what ops folks do, they don't have the same problems that ops folks had 10 years ago who don't who didn't have the same problems that folks had 10 years before that because we automated things we abstracted things we found ways to standardize and commoditize things and the problems that you had 20 years ago are not the same problems that you have today you've got a new set of problems so it's not that problems are going to go away it's that we're going to solve the current set of problems up to an acceptable degree, and then we're going to simply roll along to the next set of problems. So I think it's an interesting perspective because the 2030 cloud crew is really thinking about the nuts and bolts that are going to build the next generation systems. And they're very concerned about how those nuts and bolts are going to fit together. And someone has to worry about those things. That is a problem that needs to be solved. But on the other side of the spectrum, there's plenty of people that don't care and will never care how that system is constructed because they are in a consumer role. And so if you think about the people who still need to understand at a very deep level what storage does or what virtualization does, the number of people who need to truly understand how the Linux kernel works is very small indeed. And then the people who just consume the Linux kernel or virtualization or storage as a service or as a platform or even abstracted way out from that, if you're just using, 
you know, a serverless technology like Lambda, it has all been abstracted away from you. Is it running on virtual machines in the background? It is. It's using Firecracker VMs to spin up your Lambda functions. Is it using storage? You bet it's using some kind of storage and it's using networking and all the other things. But all that has been abstracted and standardized away from you. And that's probably the ultimate goal, right? Is to get the platform or the technology to the point where it effectively disappears and the people who want to use it to serve a purpose can do that with relatively low friction. Obviously, Kubernetes has not gotten to that point. Obviously, edge computing has not become ubiquitous enough and standardized enough for that to happen. But is it going to happen? Absolutely. There's no doubt in my mind that it's going to happen. Are we going to move on from Kubernetes before we reach that point? I would say probably not. And that's where I might be in, in a bit of a contrary opinion with the Cloud 2030 crowd. They think things might accelerate beyond, or move and evolve beyond Kubernetes. But I think it's going to be the background engine for a while in the same sense that the Linux kernel is still the background horse you know, uh, engine that provides the horsepower to power you know, most of the modern internet. I have a feeling that Kubernetes is going to be in a similar place. And it might not be the exact implementation of Kubernetes as it is today, but it's going to be something very similar. Will something like K3S went out? Will something like MicroKates make more sense? I have no idea. But I think the fundamentals of it, and maybe even just the API of it, will continue to live on long after the bits that drive Kubernetes today have been swept into the dustbin of history because it's a very useful abstraction and useful abstractions tend to stay around for a long time. <laughs> so those are my thoughts for today. You can see that I've been listening to these podcasts and my mind is just churning with these ideas. And I already have a whole other thing for tomorrow because I've been thinking about something on a totally tangential line, which I also think is important. Uh, I'm curious to, to know what you think. Do you think Kubernetes is going to go away? We're going to evolve right past it. Uh, do you think that instead, you know, we're going to wholesale replace it? Or will Kubernetes be the orchestration API for, for now and, and for the future? Uh, if you have thoughts on this, you know, reach out and let me know. You can find me on Twitter. You can hit me up on LinkedIn, whatever works for you. Or uh, pretty soon, I'm going to have a newly launched website. So keep an eye out for that. Until next time, stay healthy, stay safe out there. Bye for now.